With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Hallelujah. Welcome to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Saturday morning, live with Jesus. Hallelujah. I am your host, Evangelist Portia MacIver, along with Sister Stephanie Pritchett. And we're coming to you this 
because we know that pretty soon spring going to be back and everything's coming alive again. Hallelujah. But Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name for all that you do because the way you have the season changed, it's been doing this since the earth began. Since you said, hallelujah, and let there be light. The earth has been changing season. You said it. You called it. Hallelujah. You said it would change season. That's just what it's doing. Hallelujah. Every year since the beginning of time. Hallelujah. Now, Lord, we don't know what's in eternity, but we know when you created time from eternity, you gave us season. Winter, spring, summer, and fall. Hallelujah. Each of us have our favorite, Lord, but they are all ordained by you, so we are to accept them all. Just judge our lives accordingly. That's the way your kingdom is. We have to judge our lives accordingly, hallelujah, according to your word, hallelujah. We are the ecclesia, hallelujah, and we are to judge our lives accordingly your word and what you say, because you are King of kings and Lord of lords, hallelujah. And when we govern our lives according to your word, we will live sumptuously, abundantly, healed, safe, and happy, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for showing us that in your word. Lord, I ask you to use us. As your vessels this morning, hallelujah, calm anything down, Lord, that's going to come against this program this morning. Shield us, put a hedge up around us, Lord, hallelujah, so that the devil and his enemy cannot come in. Block their frequency, Lord, so they won't even know what's going on, hallelujah. The frequency of the enemy, that is, not the people but of the enemy. Lord, we thank you for all who are here this morning. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we glorify your name and we say, Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Brothers and sisters, we're coming to you this morning. Live audio from Virginia. Hallelujah. Coming to you with the topic of it actually started out as what is Ecclesia, but we have to explain the kingdom first, and then you'll find out what is Ecclesia. But today is what is the kingdom, part two. Hallelujah. But we're going to bring on the announcements by Sister Stephanie first, then we're going to head right into the lesson, and then into the closing prayer. Amen. And if you have any questions about the lesson, you will be given our website address or our email address. And just write me and let me know what questions you have. Amen. Pretty quickly, we're going to post up a number. We finally got a number, y'all. But we haven't posted it yet, so just give us time and we're going to post it. But um, then that way you can call in. Amen. Hallelujah. And if we don't answer at that time, because we may be out or something, and I often leave my cell phone, you know, me and cell phone. Stephanie usually has it, so it doesn't matter whether I've got mine or not. But when I get back, I will get right back to you. Amen. Hallelujah. But for today, we're going to bring on Sister Stephanie for our announcement, our, um, Admonishment to our first responders and other things. This is Stephanie. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for listening to us on this um, beautiful Saturday morning. Um, first, I'm going to bring you the prayer list. We have Atisha Davis, uh, the Clark and Cook family, Lakeisha Hazley, Lennon Owens, Keith Cavey, Minister Monica Batts, Richard Robinson, Emery Holmes, Diane Holmes, Remy Holmes, Tia Cook, Russ Wagner, Diana Wagner, their granddaughter Abby. Also keep their ministry, ministry in their prayer 
independentministries.org. If you want to check them out, uh, we have Edna Clark, Lynn, that's Ann's brother, Julia Stokes, Elliot Stokes, Jeff, Eric, Malik Rose, Robert, keep his daughter, Abby, and granddaughter, Mackenzie, in your prayers, and also his friend, Debbie. And if you have a prayer request, please uh, go to our website at reachinmassesministry.com, go on a contact and leave your prayer request or any comments that you have. Next, I'll acknowledge the countries that are listening to us. Greetings to the following countries. United States, Alaska, Germany, Australia, Zambia, Brazil, Italy, France, Ireland, Russia, and India. Also, thank you to all that's in um, the military that are listening to overseas or in the United States. We also keep first responders, anybody that's in the Army, Navy, or anyone that's serving the country. We thank you for listening, and we keep you all in our prayers.
and from his son is passed down to his son. Amen. Think about David. David became king. And David, when he passed on, it was supposed to go to his son. And it did, although one son tried to block Solomon from getting the kingship, we know that God will put a king in and he will take a king out. He will raise a king up and he will take a king down. So Absalom's coup attempt did not work. Amen. And Solomon became the king as God wanted. Okay. In all the nations, that's the way it is. And the only person, the only way another person can get in that kingdom ship is that that particular royal family and the kings are called royalty. Amen? Which means they have a special place. Amen? They liken them almost to God. Almost. Amen? They are the second ruler according to the way things go under God. Amen. Remember, God said he's king of kings. The next thing to come is the king of whatever nation. Amen. Now, that's man's way. Amen. Hallelujah. But if that particular royal family is done away with, like Saul, remember King Saul? Definitely find out what book King Saul is in. He got, well, the people wanted a king. And God told them, no, you don't want a king. Because in those days, God ruled the nations. And he spoke through his prophets to the people. But they wanted a king. Now, this was Israel that did this. They wanted a flesh and blood king. They didn't want a God. God spoke to Moses in the mountain, gave him the Ten Commandments, Ten Commandments, and um, he led them through the wilderness, but they didn't like it because they could not see who he was. God spoke through Moses to the people, but they wanted to see their God. Amen. You know us as human beings. Curious. Curious. There's an old saying, curiosity kills the cat. And then there's another part of it that says satisfaction brought them back. Those people wanted satisfaction. They had a curiosity as to who he was. God, come down here or send us a king. We want to know what you look like. We want to see you, and we all know that the Bible says no man has seen God and lived. Amen? Hallelujah. So what they in essence was asking him, hey, destroy us, but we want to see you. They didn't realize that. Amen? But God chose many prophets in those days who he would talk to, and they would in turn talk to the people, but they wanted a life and flesh and blood king. They wanted somebody that they could see. So they chose a king. God gave them permission. He warned them first. No, you don't want a mortal king. A mortal king is just like you. He's full of mistakes. He will do all kinds of things that you don't like. He will raise taxes. He will send your children to war. I don't do that. I don't raise your taxes. I don't send your children to war, and if they have to go to war, they will survive. I will win the war before they got there. And I, I can believe that he told them, remember this and remember that and how you went to war. And before you got there, when by the time you got there, your enemies were dead because I had sent my angels, amen, and confused their minds and they killed one another. Remember that? Remember when Gehazi saw the army, enemy army coming and he went back to his master, Elijah, and said, Master, the 
enemies are coming, they're going to overtake us. And Elijah just sat back over his hand and prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes so that he can see. And Hagahazi saw, yes, the enemy army, but he saw another army that outnumbered them, and they were bigger and stronger than them. Amen? So he knew that he had nothing to worry about. And those angels on those chariots took care of it. That war never took place. Because God will take care of his own. He has promised us that. But they wanted a flesh and blood king. They didn't understand that that flesh and blood king could not do what God did. So God gave them permission to get a flesh and blood king. They chose the most handsome, the tallest, Jonathan was Mephibosheth. 
was supposed to come next. But because Saul sinned that and, and, and he got killed and his son got killed, Mephibosheth escaped. The nurse took him somewhere, but he was all crippled up. We know the story. He couldn't walk and this and that and that other. So, and he had hid out for years. But that's not the story we're telling today. Go back in your Bible and find Mephibosheth. Let's put in Jonathan's son, and you can read all about Mephibosheth. Amen? But because Saul sinned, Saul was ripped from the kingdom. But Saul decided he going to be stubborn. He would not leave the kingdom. He would not step, step down. He kept on and went against God and kept on ruling that kingdom. So God let him do it for a while. Because he Saul also had a big mouth. And he got in some mess with some nation. And the nation came and God was not with him. Because he had disobeyed God. So God was not with him. Mm. See, when you go against God, God is not with you. And all the stuff that you do, he's not with you. That's you. You stand alone. So Saul and his army was destroyed. Hallelujah. Go back and read it. Hallelujah. Just look in your concordance and find the word S-A-U-L, King. S-A-U-L, and you will find out exactly what happened to Saul. Saul even went to, uh, what was her name? Um, the Witch of Endor, that was her name. Mm. The Bible says, I not a wish to live. That's scripture, y'all. Amen. But he went to the Witch of Endor, and she conjured up Samuel after he had died. In other words, she rose, well, she conjured up a demon because it was not Samuel. Amen. But, long story short, he did all kinds of mess. Amen. Hallelujah. He would kill the people, and then he would turn around and take what belonged to them. A real king never killed the people. He would go in, and he would take over a nation, but... You never kill the people. The people are your subjects. But Saul killed the people and took their belongings. In other words, he was playing Robin Hood. Well, he wasn't even playing Robin Hood, but Robin Hood wasn't like that. But he was ravishing the nation, killing the people, and taking all their gold and their silver and their sheep and their cow and that's not the way God is. That's not the way of God. That's the way of the devil. Amen. Like I said, Saul had a demonic side. Mm. In a way, he wrecked all kind of havoc in nations and in other kingdoms. Amen. Hallelujah. God finally got tired and told him to abdicate the throne. He wouldn't. So when this last war that Saul went through took him, his sons, and him out. Amen. Then he called David, and David was to come and be king. But let me rewind. He called David when he first took Saul down, and Saul would not step down. I think it took, oh, God, I don't know how many years it took, because David was 17 when he called him. And, yeah, in those days, if you were 17, you could um king, because God would lead you and guide. They had eight-year-old kings that God led and got. Amen? Hallelujah. But God called David before Saul died. Right after he told Saul to abdicate the throne, he chose David. David was 17. By the time David got in the throne, by the time he could take the throne over, David was 30 years old. That's how long Saul stayed in that position and would not move out. God finally got tired, and that was it. Saul's whole family was wiped out because they did not have the help of God. But by the time David was 30 years old, and he had won many wars, and we're not going into that whole story. Go read the story yourself. We're talking about what is a kingdom. Trying to let you know that a kingdom is a monarchy. 
Amen. It is forever. When the king is put in office, he is in there forever. And it goes through that family forever. Look at those over in uh, Britain. All of them. The king, the queen now. Yeah, you can't have queens that rule a nation too. The queen is now in office. Hallelujah. After her comes her son. He will be king. After him will come his son. Because he didn't have any daughters. So one of his sons will be king. Now his son... One has a daughter, and I think the last one, Harry, Harry has what? Who did he have? A daughter? A son. Okay. Now, we don't know whether they're going to have a daughter. They, they, they just started out. But long story short, each child is the successor to the throne. Depending on whether they're male or female, they will take their father's place. Amen. That's the way a kingdom works. Here, in the United States, we have a republic. Our government is for the people and by the people, and the people choose a head that is supposed to do the things that are best for them. Amen? You have a, oh my goodness, you have a president, you have a congress, you have a governorship, you have all kinds. It's, it's different offices, amen? And they're all are supposed to be working for the good of the people. But sometimes it does not end up that way. Sometimes those people in the government, the government, in the rulership, ends up turning against the people and doing things for themselves rather than for the people, amen? Hallelujah. But we're talking about a kingdom, not a republic. That's why the United States messed up now, because it is not a kingdom. Amen? But, we'll get to that in a minute. But now that you know what a kingdom is, it's when a person is elected or by bloodline, get in office to rule. His father ruled, his mother ruled, now it's his time to rule. Amen? Hallelujah. That's how they get in office, through a bloodline. Hallelujah. Mm. And they will rule until they do something, and God takes it down. Amen. Then God will choose another one. Sometimes he has to wipe out a whole family. Choose another one. That another one comes in, and as long as he's good, then he is the successor, his son of the ones that have been taken down, and then his son after him, his daughter after him, and so on and so on and so on. That's the way it goes. It's a lifetime position for that family. Amen? Hallelujah. If that family does good, if you look in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Year's Sea Kings that were put up and they were taken down, there were good kings, there were bad kings. Amen? Hallelujah. You will see it. It was like, and when you read it, you say, see, so-and-so uh, became king, and he was a bad king. And so-and-so became king after him, and he was a good king. And his son became king, and he was a bad king. And then they chose another king. You see, when that's the way it went all through the Bible. Good king, bad king. Good king, bad king. Sometimes you had a whole parade of good kings, and other times, a whole lot of them were bad kings, amen, hallelujah. So when there were good kings, it went from father to son to son to daughter to son, amen, in the same bloodline. But when they messed up, new, they were moved out of the way, and God replaced them with another bloodline, amen. That's what's been happening ever since the Garden of God, hallelujah, put Adam and Eve in the garden, as I said before. And Adam was to rule. He gave Adam domain over the garden of Eve. He was to rule the garden of Eve. He had domain over the cattle, over the 
because at that time there were no more human beings. Amen? So he was to reign over the cattle, over the fowl of the air, over the fish of the sea, over every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth. Amen? Every living thing on the earth. The earth was given to Adam. Amen? It was his domain. Therefore, the only person that was above him was God. And he was made in the likeness and image of God. So he was given domain, rulership over the earth. Amen? Hallelujah. He wants to say what goes and what comes. He even gave him the privilege of naming the animals. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, we don't know, like I said last week, how long Adam ruled over earth at that time. But you notice, as long as he ruled, Satan didn't even come. Mm -hmm. Then God made the garden eastward after he had created Adam and put him in it, the Bible says. And Adam ruled away. He gave reign. He gave him the law and gave him instruction and told him to rule and reign, have dominion. Amen. And he told the animal to be fruitful and multiply. He spoke to the trees and said, be fruitful and multiply. He spoke to the plants and said, be fruitful and multiply. Everything on earth was to be fruitful and multiply. But at that time, he did not give that instruction to Adam. But then he looked, he said, everything is going according to what I commanded. Everything is being fruitful and multiplying. We don't know how many years that was. We don't know how many years it was when he told them to do that, but didn't tell Adam. So Adam did what God said. He tended to God to make sure everything was okay. The animals were okay. There was no sickness or anything in God. He ruled and reigned, amen. There were no fights, no nothing. So there was an easy rulership, amen. But then God saw that Adam was all alone. The fish had a mate. The elephants had a mate. The creeping things had mates. Hmm. God said it is not good that man should be alone. If you look at that word, it means all one, A-L. O-N-E, all one. Amen. So I will make him a mate. So he put Adam to sleep in the garden. And we know he took Adam's ribs and formed Eve. I'm going to do another lesson about him breathing into the nostril of man one day. <coughs> but he took Adam and Adam's ribs and formed Eve. But it did not say he breathed into the nostril of Eve did it. Just said he took Adam's rib and formed Eve from the dust of the garden. Amen. Adam was formed outside the garden. Eve was formed inside the garden. That's another lesson for another time. But he was given dominion and now he could be fruitful and multiply. Amen. And God decided he was going to teach him first. Amen. Hallelujah. So when he planted the garden, he put two trees in the midst of the garden. He told Adam not to touch them. And he didn't. But Eve, being curious, she wanted to know, what are they? And that's when the enemy came in. We're not going on that line this week. I just want to show you something. Adam, when they fell, when they took up those two, well, that one, Tree, the, the, the tree of good, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, they took up that one, huh? When they took up the tree of God and of the God, when they took up the fruit of the tree of good and evil, their eyes were open and they were ashamed. Because see, as long as they were in there with the glory of God covering them, they didn't even know they were naked. Amen. There was no need for clothes. There was no need for shame. Shame was part of that tree of good and evil. Eventually, he would allow them to eat of it. But there were things he had to teach them first because they needed to know because there was something loose called Satan. Lucifer 
was his name. For when he fell, he became Satan. Amen? The deceiver, the liar, and the father of such. God knew that. But he wanted to teach them, hallelujah, and let them live out their lives in that garden, hallelujah. Mm. He brought heaven to earth. That's what the Eve, I mean, Eden was. Eden, the garden of Eden was like heaven that God brought to earth. See, we're so busy trying to get out of here and go to heaven. God never meant for us to go back to heaven. He meant for us to stay on earth. That's why he put heaven here on earth. And if you will remember the model prayer, hallelujah, that's what he said. So it is in heaven, so shall it be here on earth. That's what he wanted. When the disciples asked him, how should we pray? He said, this is the way you pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what God meant. Today we're trying to get out here in the rapture. We're going to get to the rapture, but that's not what the Lord meant. Yeah, it will come, and I'll explain that to you in another lesson. But from the beginning, it was not so. Amen. From the beginning, God put heaven here on earth, and he was the king, and Adam was the king of earth. That was before Jesus, y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. There was no need for another king but God. God was king, and then he made Adam king over the earth. Amen. And so it was to be. Amen. But then when Adam and Eve fell, mm, see, Adam, when God blew in his nostril, became a and he put him on earth to rule. He made earth look like heaven so that Adam could rule. Amen. Hallelujah. There's a story about King Ferdinand of Spain. King Ferdinand had a son, Ferdinand II. Ferdinand II, let us call him Ferdinand Jr., decided he wanted to rule the kingdom. He saw what his dad was doing. He didn't want to be under his father. He wanted his own kingdom. So his father sent him to Brazil. Amen. Now there is something that that's called, and I'm not referencing it in my mind right now, but yes, a king can go to another land. And if there is no particular rulership there, it could be a province of his territory. But I'll bring that information back to you later. But he put him as king over Brazil. That's why the Brazilians speak Spanish today. Because when a king comes in, remember now, a king is forever. It's supposed to be forever. From father to son, from son to son, and so on and so on. There cannot be two kings in one nation. Amen? Because when that happens, that's a mess. Because two people will never agree. So there needs to be absolute rulership. Amen? And that's the way it is in heaven. There is absolute rulership. His name is Elohim. Amen? You pay, pay. Amen? That's what we know him as. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He has absolute rulership in heaven. And he gave Adam absolute rulership here on earth. At that time, there was nobody but Adam. And he was the ruler of the animals, all of the fish of the sea, and the plants, and everything else that was there. But then came Eve. But guess what? He was a ruler over her, too. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's what a kingdom is. Amen. There cannot be two kings in a kingdom. God was in heaven, Adam was on earth. When they fell, they gave up their dominion to one 
was king. Eve was not. Adam was the head of the world. God made the earth like heaven, and he placed Adam in it as king. Amen? But Adam messed up. Adam disobeyed the king of kings. And when he did that, they fell. And they ended up under the rulership. Because, see, God stepped out of it then. He could have came and took over. No. Because you can't have two kings in the same nation. Amen? In the same time space. Amen? I'll put it that way. Satan became God over this world, a king over this earth. Amen? Because Adam and Eve gave up for a bite of a piece of fruit, y'all, please. Mm. I know fruit is good, but it's not that good. Amen? But because of curiosity and disobedience and listening to the wrong voice, you never listen to anybody's voice but God's. Amen? Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, which is His Spirit, that's the voice you listen to. But they listened to this strange creature in there who was sneaky, subtle, out, up to no good. And they obeyed him. And they lost rulership over the piece of heaven that God gave them. Satan knew what he was doing. He wanted them out of the way because he felt the earth belonged to him. He was going to be ruler over the earth. And so he was for years. Amen. Mm. Until Noah. When God destroyed all of the mess that Satan had created on the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. Satan is not greater than God. Yes. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve gave up their rulership. But God is still King of kings and Lord of lords. Just like King Ferdinand was still King of Spain if his son had went down to Brazil and messed up. It was his prerogative to remove his son and put somebody else in his place where there was another son or another daughter. Amen, or someone else he chose. A king has to be careful what he places under him. He is king, but there are other kings under him. King Ferdinand was king, but his son was a king of Brazil when he put him there. So that made King Ferdinand, hallelujah, king of kings. Amen. And his son did well. Amen. But when his son came back to Spain, he became prince again. When he left Spain and went back to Brazil, he was king again. Amen. That's the way a kingdom works, a kingdomship. It is a monarchy. Amen. And wherever you are king, you are king for life. And if someone else wants to be king, then you have to send them to another territory to be king. Amen. And that's what God did. He sent man down here to be king over the earth. But man messed up and ended up having to abdicate his throne. God left his presence. Amen. The Holy Spirit that was in him, the Spirit of God that was in him, left. Hallelujah. And he was left to obey and have an enemy over him as king. Sound like the same way the people of Israel did, didn't it? Doesn't it? Hallelujah. They had God over them. But they preferred something flesh and blood. Amen. And when they did, they had they chose a king. Because that's what Adam and Eve did when they ate of their fruit. When they disobeyed God, listened to Satan, ate of their fruit, they chose another king over them. He gave up his kingship for a piece of fruit. The people of God in Israel gave up the rulership of God for a tall, handsome man who was part, yeah, anyway, who had all kind of demonic ways. Amen. He was flipped. He was human. And he was still under the rulership of the small G-O-D, Satan. Amen. So he was going to listen to Satan rather than listen to God. 
and that's just what he did. And that threw Israel into a turmoil. Hallelujah. Until David came. Hallelujah. Now here comes David walking on the scene, y'all. Amen. We're going to liken David unto Jesus. Sister Stephanie, how many more minutes have I got? How many more minutes have I got? Okay. Here comes David on the scene. And David was a good ruler, but David wasn't perfect either. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, when Satan came in as ruler, Satan tore up from the floor. Not only did he tear up from the floor, but he, there was a third of the angels that fell down with him when God kicked him out of heaven before the Garden of Eden. Amen. Now, there is another scripture that says, And I beheld Satan as lightning fall from falling to the earth. Y'all, that wasn't the, what happened at the beginning. Because there was nobody at that time on earth to behold it. Amen. Satan fell from heaven. God kicked him out of heaven. The third heaven, way before Adam and Eve, mm, thank you, Jesus, were created. Amen. Hallelujah. What that particular verse is talking about is when the end comes. Satan right now occupies what's called the firmament, the second heaven. That's where God is going to kick him out of and right onto the earth. That's part of God's wrath. But we will explain that in another lesson. Hallelujah. I keep going off on rabbit holes long. You know, I'm a teacher, so I want to teach the whole thing. I can sit here and teach all day long. Just give me a couple of bottles of spring water, and I'll teach you all day long. But we're not going on that path. But if you look at the likeness of those two time periods, Adam and Eve didn't want a king, but they wanted to taste of their fruit because they thought God was holding something. In other words, it has to do with not trusting God. When you trust God's word, you will do well. When you don't trust him, you don't have faith in what he say, you are in deep manure. And that's what Adam and Eve got themselves in. Amen. They didn't believe what God had said. Amen. So they ate of that fruit. They listened to the enemy. They didn't know he was their enemy. He came looking good, just like Saul did. Mm-hmm. I'm not going into that either, Lord. I won't go that way. In those days, they say the serpent walked. And that serpent was possessed by Satan. It wasn't really the serpent, y'all. It was Satan in that serpent. Mm. And we're not going into that, like I said. But they gave up their rulership. He gave up his kingship for a piece of fruit. The people of Israel gave up their king, God Almighty, for a tall, handsome, slick human being. Amen. Who didn't have any power. God had all power. And Adam and Eve knew that. But they gave it up for a taste of a piece of fruit. Amen. They wanted to find out what it tasted like. What is, ooh, it's pretty. It looks nice and juicy. We're going, mm, we'd like to taste it. Curiosity. Same thing with the people in Israel. Curiosity. They wanted to know how it would be to be ruled by another human being, someone that they could see and they could touch. You know, our senses of sight, smell, hearing, touch can get us in a They were both royalty, amen? 
but they lost their kingship. When they thought they were going to gain something by eating of that fruit, they literally lost their rulership. They lost their dominion. Amen. The animals began to bite at them. Amen. Hallelujah. The ground, hallelujah, would not produce fruit for them. Amen. I believe their fall affected not only earth, but all of heaven. Amen. We're steady trying to get to these planets and planets. You notice everyone they go through is too is made of rock. Amen. Some have water, some don't. But they're made of rock. I don't know what they were made of during that time. But I believe their fall affected not only earth, but all of the heavens that we see. Every planet that's out there. Every Milky Way, everything. Because it's all rock. I don't believe it was that way at first. Amen. When God created the heavens and the earth, he made it beautiful. Now, I'm not going down that road because I know a little something that most people will not admit. But the thing about it right in the Bible. But the thing about it, I believe they cast all of heaven and earth into destruction. Amen. Hallelujah. The earth did not yield her fruit like it was supposed to do. Amen. You had to do some stuff to do it. Yeah, I mean, it was hard. It is hard sometimes to grow stuff. You got to have this and you got to have the other. You got to have manure. You got to, oh, please. But the earth lost what God had given it. And then you had the flood, hallelujah, that Noah was in. And that washed away a whole lot of stuff on the earth. Amen. Including all the monstrosities that after Satan got a hold of the earth. He began to create his own group of people, his own kingdom. And you don't want to know what they look like, but if you want to hear about them, go to L.A. Marzulli, M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I, and you can find out some of the stuff that he has found. He's an archaeologist. Find out some of the stuff that he has found, and you'll find out one, what monstrosities that Satan were making. Amen. L.A. Marzulli. Amen. Dot com. Amen. You'll find out some stuff. But we're going to kind of end it here, but remember where I am. I'm comparing Saul to Adam and Eve. And I've already told you what a kingdom is. It is a monarchy. And it goes through a bloodline. But when one person in a bloodline messes up, they lose the kingship. And the next person you get in there might be worse than the one before. And you also learn that Adam and Eve gave up their kingship, gave up their monarchy, amen, to something called Satan. Lucifer, what's his name when he was in heaven? But when he was kicked out of heaven by God, hallelujah, he became Satan, the liar, the deceiver. He was and still is God over this earth. Amen. But something happened, and we're going to go into that next. Amen. All of this is leading up to what is the ecclesia. Amen. Hallelujah. Next week you will find out what happened. Hallelujah. Now remember what I said, the comparison between Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. God gave them the kingship, the dominion over this world. Amen. Hallelujah. And how God gave, allowed them to choose a king called Saul in Israel. And how Saul messed up. And that was a big mess. Amen. But we'll come back to you next week. Because, see, King David is the major person here. And I want to tell you why. His bloodline is what matters. His bloodline is what was going to bring us, hallelujah, bring on a king that could not be defeated, a king that would not sin, a king, hallelujah, that would put the earth back in order. Adam and Eve and their rulership, their royalty, their kingship, because they were one, they messed it up. They gave up their rulership. They gave up their dominion. They gave up their authority.
Hallelujah. First Samuel. Then you will read about Saul and all that he did. Amen. And how David was chosen as king. We will talk to you next week. Like I said, you're going to listen to Reach of the Masses Media Ministry. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. Oh, Lord, you know I could stay here and I'd be here for the, ooh, until 6 o'clock this evening, hallelujah, or longer. But, Lord, I know the people got to go and do things. I thank them all for listening, Lord. Bless them with what they have all learned. Lord, let them go to the book of First Samuel, hallelujah. Let them go back to the book of Genesis and find out what Adam and Eve did, hallelujah, and how Satan became God of this world, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name for sending a Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because we needed it, Father. He came and redeemed us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whew. And that's how we became, hallelujah, who we are today. Lord, we thank you. Lord, enable us to continue this letter, this lesson next week, Father. Thank you for letting us know what the kingdom is. Hallelujah, Lord, because we don't know. We're from the United States. We never heard of the kingdom. Hallelujah. We're a republic. Hallelujah. But, Lord, right now we ask you to pray for this republic. Hallelujah. Because it ain't doing too good either, Lord. But, hey, Lord, you told me that no matter who's in office, you are still God. And he is. you are right, Lord, because you are king of kings and Lord of lords. You are also over the president. Amen. Hallelujah. You're over every office in the land. Hallelujah. What you say goes. Not what they say, but what you say goes. You pull up the key, you take the king down. You turn the king's heart to the right or to the left. Amen. That includes the president. We thank you for that, Lord, because nothing can happen without your giving permission. Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, bless each every home that's represented here. Heal their bodies, Lord. Heal their minds. Heal their finances, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless them both naturally and spiritually. Lord, we thank you for another Saturday that we have not seen, hallelujah, before and will never see again, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the Bible study that I'm going to have here this evening, Lord. Let it go well, Lord. Let it go well. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we glorify your name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, amen. Saints, have a good day. And if anybody's birthday is today or your anniversary, I say happy birthday to you. Enjoy your day and happy anniversary. This thing is getting better and better each week. But next week, hey, the man is coming on stage, amen. And I'm going to show you exactly what God did and show you who you are in Christ, amen. Hallelujah. Love you, but God loves you more. And if you're not saved, you have not given Christ your life yet so that you can be redeemed, do so today. He's waiting for you. Don't you hear him calling your name? He loves you. So do I. Have a great Saturday. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.